boom, boom, boom. We're live with Edwin Vera and Elijah Davis in the same car, which I didn't, I didn't even know that was possible. Edwin, <laughs> turn it, turn it. What's up, guys? There you go. Is that better? That's yeah. so much better. I can see more of your pretty face. We're rolling now, boys. We got Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang has joined the chat. Look at this. Look at this guy. Chilling. What's up, fellas? What's up, dudes? How you doing, Julian? So Clubber Lang, for those at home, is Julian Flannery. <laughs> Julian, can we have you turn turn your phone so you can be full screen? Like like all of us. Yeah. Oh, you don't have that rotate thing on. You have no, I don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. He got no rotate. Oh, Edwin's back in. Edwin yeah. dipped out and then said, I'm What's sorry, up? we I'm on back. this road. We was on this road with the little technical, you know, this road's giving us technical difficulties, you feel me? Hey, we understand, man. We were at a we were at a restaurant that we thought was gonna have good Wi-Fi. And then we went to launch the podcast, and it was like Julian, baby. Could, couldn't stream anything. <laughs> Dude, Edwin's so hype. Edwin's hype one hundred percent of the time. Did Edwin just yeah, realize that Julian was here too? That's awesome. Oh, so what's up? Oh, he's squinting. <laughs> Julian, man, you look like you're in like an art gallery or something. Where are you at? I'm actually at my spot right now. That's nice. You got a nice spot. Where are you at? Where do you live? I actually live at the Map Factory. Nice. Those guys take care of you, man. As soon as we get off this road, we can hear y'all. You feel me? This road right here, you heard? <laughs> it's kind of messed up. But as soon as we get off this road, on everything, we're going to be good. All right. We were just talking about you too, Edwin. So many crazy things we were saying. Bro. I can't. I can't even hear y'all. If y'all talking that's why about we're, me, I did not hear nothing. That, that's why we're saying stuff about you behind your back, man. Yeah, you can't. You can't do shit like that, bro. Nah, Julia won't. Gotta talk that. Let that, that, slide, that smack from. I'm trying to talk smack from a safe distance with you, Edwin. I'm not trying to get a left the next time I see you. You know what I mean? Well, I, I always liked it. I always liked it, you, Hunter. <laughs> I thought we was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This has gone exactly as I hoped. These guys are great. <laughs> the things you hear about Hunter and Ryan are so true for the bad guys. I love being Factual. the bad guy. You heard? Can I be the bad guy? Absolutely. Be the bad guy all you want, Edwin, but we know. We know in your heart you're a good dude. You can't fool us. Shit. Hunter, I did not even hear nothing you said because this road. I'm, off, I'm about to be off this road, though, in like 30 more seconds. All right. All right. We're going to talk to Julian. We're going to talk to Julian in the meantime because Julian's got – right. Big time, big time fight on his hands coming up next Saturday at Flood City Fight Night 2. This fight is crazy. Uh -huh. Like, I never thought Sheldon Nyoff stepping up to heavyweight. How are you feeling about the challenge that lies ahead for you? Uh, I think it'll be a good challenge. You know, I think he might better test me a little bit more than, uh, say, previous opponents. 
the game plan is still the same, though. Hopefully. I just plan on going and uh, running through them. I mean, usually when he gets in the fireplace, he likes to throw looping strikes and, like, try to get out of range. And when he's in danger, he shoots for a takedown. I feel like I'm way better at standing up and on the ground. So I feel comfortable going wherever the fight goes. It'll be a little bit tough, but, I mean, they'll go to sleep with everyone else. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we always see this at the highest levels, you know, like, we see a guy who's just tearing through everybody, and it's like, who can possibly stop this guy? And then they finally get that test, and you get to see what they're made of. Like, are you excited to have somebody push you, you know? Like, as, as weird as it sounds, three fights into your career, man, I don't know that anybody's ever taken you to, to, uh, to a place where you had to really just been blowing through everybody. So right, does that excite you that, like, this could be the guy to take you there? It does, potentially. I mean, if he brings his A game, then we could see it go in there. But I don't know if it's making out of the first round, to be honest. Cool, I'm, com I'm coming in there, guns are blazing. I'm coming at his head. If he shoots for a takedown, I'm going to I'll grapple him there. If he, if he's, you know, if he wants to engage, if I see an opportunity for a takedown, I'll take him down and finish him. My BJ days, I'll put those on display. I don't think there's an area that he's near me as from a skill level standpoint, and he's not near in the same spectrum of athleticism. So I just really want to get in there. And he's a tough guy, so he might better take a couple shots, but I'm really going to pour it on. So I'm not – I mean, if it goes to three rounds, I'm, my cardio is there. I'm ready for it. Like I talked to you guys in private, like I've only taken two off days since my last bout with you guys. Like I'm going to be a whole different animal coming back in there. I'm going to be faster and be stronger. My skills have developed. I'm really coming in there to take this dude's head off. That's crazy, man. So, I mean, like you said, it, you've you've just been blowing through everybody. I know you're a guy who's talked about it in the past. Like, you've been excited by the advanced amateur rules, dropping the shin guards. I know that your leg kicks. How exciting is that you're finally in that advanced amateur ranks and you can finally showcase a little more of your skill set? Oh, I love it. I mean, and uh, in my my last fight, I didn't ha I didn't throw any kicks, but my previous, my first two, I threw a lot of kicks. I had a kickboxing match. Uh, people that spar with me and train with me at the gym know I'm a very kick heavy person. I'll throw head kicks, which I know I can't do this one. I throw head kicks, body kicks, low kicks, both legs, switch stances. I really like to. Uh, I really love the kicking game. So not the, so not having shin guards. It really, you know, you you don't you can't just want to grapple. You know what I mean? You got to go through a little bit. Like you can't just be like, all right, it's time to grapple. We got shin guards on. Because with the shin pads on, like you can kick someone, but unless like you know you're at the higher level of kicking, which most amateurs you know aren't, like you're not doing much damage with shin pads. So uh, once you take those things off, it's really about shin conditioning. It's about variety, range of kicks. And I feel like, yeah, I can really light them up with those kicks. That's really one thing. And grounding too. If you watch my grappling matches, I take people down and I have heavy top pressure. I'm really excited for that. Now, these rule That's changes awesome. are real big for me because the things that they allow me to do more, I'd say, are my better attributes of my game will be ground and pound and, like, switching up the kicks and stuff. Because I really like yeah. to be dynamic with my kickboxing because it keeps people on their feet. So I'm really excited to yeah. throw some kicks for sure. There, Shin. What was he doing? What did you think? Julian, there are people right now. And can we? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just wanted to mute it because I couldn't hear myself thinking. I don't think that often. Um, 
Julian, there are people right now in Johnstown. They're like, I don't know if I should buy tickets or not. Like, they're like kind of debating. Like, I like MMA and I like UFC, but like, I don't know if I should do this. Like, what do you say to those people that are debating over whether or not to come see you fight? Well, I would say one for me. It's going to be, it's like, it's going to be the crowning of a new era. Like, I'm really stepping up, like, have another fight, get into the pro ranks. Like, you're going to see someone in myself who is a future Bellator, future UFC fighter. It's one of those things where, you know, everyone that you see on the big time started local. And we have a lot of guys like that on this card as well, From especially from guys on the podcast. Like, you got Edwin, who's as tough as it gets. Elijah, I can't wait for him to have his debut. His grappling is so slick. And you got JP, who's a beast. You got Bobby, who has that kickboxing expertise. Like, you got some guys on this card that are going to be pay-per-view material one day. So, it's like, you got to cut for, hey, what, $55, $75, $100 a ticket? I mean, you're getting you're getting UFC caliber talent about two years before, so, you know, that product. So, I'm just saying, like, people got to come out and watch this because, like, I know our gym we're putting in work, high skill development. Like we're we're training like we're professionals already. We're training like we're world champions because we want to get to that level. So what that's can the thing. Expect yeah. to see if they haven't been to a show. Like, what would you tell them? Like, hey, this is what you're going to expect to see when you come out to Johnstown on May 14th. Oh. I think he died. Oh, you cut out there for a lot after the May 14th. You cut out there just for a second. But what would I say to yeah. them? Um, what I would just say to them in general is that um, you can accept that you can accept it to be very entertaining. I know a lot of like people who are maybe not the biggest fans of MMA quite yet. They might think that it's scary or violent or anything. But it's really just a high level sport with two people that are going into their high skill level clinicians that are in there just trying to test their skills it's high level combatives and i mean it's the highest level of you know free range combat sports you can get it involves everything you're going to see dynamics of different striking concepts and different grappling philosophies and it's just going to be really great to um for anyone who's new to better see some new stuff because it's 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 always a great event there's always unexpected unexpected submissions so it's one of those things where if you've never been to one you want to go feel that energy of the crowd better see a win feel that emotion and just see kind of like what goes into a fighting event at the regional scene which is with 247 is pretty remarkable you guys have a good setup from the lighting the entrances and stuff like that to where uh you know the food the alcohol everything you know what i mean so it's a really good setup it's a good atmosphere and i would just tell anyone you know if you've never been to one you definitely got to come to one because the energy is different nice man that means a lot to us and i know you and all your friends and family always show up in full force so we certainly appreciate that as well you guys are a big reason why the atmosphere is the way it is at our shows when you're fighting especially I want to ask about your last fight, man. I think, you know, that's one of those fights that if you blink, you missed it. What do you take away from a win that's that fast? You know, 16 seconds of cage time, you get the knockout victory. How beneficial is it to take away from a fight where everything just goes, like, completely according to plan like that? Well, I think that that's absolutely perfect because I go through hell in training. I got killers that I'm training with anytime I'm going to training. So it's not like I haven't been through the gauntlet. I mean, we put ourselves in 
bad positions where we start with someone on our back. We start with someone in mount. So I've been beat up plenty of times in training. So when something goes that smooth, it's a stepping stone in my career. That's how I want all of my fights to go, if I can be honest. I mean, I go in deep waters in training, and I know that's not a fight. But, I mean, it's hours and hours, and training's a lot harder than the fight. The fight, you go out there, you have fun. You know what I mean? It's 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 what we're trying to do at the end of the day. So with that last one, I mean, I look at it as hard work coming together. It's what I want to do. I want to be aggressive. So, I mean, if someone's going to, if someone's going to, you know, stop me, they're going to have to be able to take that force. They're going to have to be able to stop those takedowns. You know what I mean? And I'm ready to put it on when it comes to striking and grappling. So if it goes fast with striking or grappling, either which one, if I get it done fast, I'm perfectly cool with that because I know that with my training partners and with my coaches, we're putting in a lot of work. So I'm going through the fire and training. So I know that I have the toughness to go a long period of time and bang it out with whoever or have hard grappling. I got it in the gas tank. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be like Mike Tyson out here. If I can get 15-second knockouts every fight, that's what I want. That's how you build yourself up. I'm not here to play around. And, I mean, I love the grappling aspect. But if I'm grappling, you, I'm going to put my fist into your face. If we're striking, I'm throwing bombs. Like, that's just – that's my style. Like, I'm just trying to get in and get out. I'm trying to be deadly in there. I want knockouts. I want stuff that, you know, goes viral. People like to see people going to sleep. That's what's up, man. We got your boy Chris Hustleton here in the chat just saying hammers with the little Matt Factory hammer. I know that's a big thing for you, yeah, Matt yeah, Factory guys. What do you got? You got any kind of message for Hustleton? What do you got to say? To oh, no, that's my dog. He's um, he's he's one of I love that man. Like he's a good, genuine, hardworking man. And that's in all facets of life, not just martial arts. Like he's a good relationship man. He's good with his family. Everything he does, he's genuine and authentic with it. And he's coming off a little bit of an injury, but even so, like, as he's easing back into it, he's putting in lots of work, hella work, doing two-a-days. He's working with people that know their stuff when it comes to striking, the factory, with the grappling and everything that comes with the MMA stuff. So when he comes back, he's going to be deadly, that's for sure. You can expect a lot from him. Yeah, we, we can't wait to get him back in there, man, for sure. Everything you just said, you know, we know. All you Matt Factory guys bring it, though. If, I, if Isaac says one of you guys is ready to fight – we know they're ready to fight. It's not like some but some coach just hoping his guy might magically we gotta be get ready by fighting. We got to get permission from the big man. You know what I mean? We got to get his permission. We got He got to make sure that uh, he sees us fit to go into fire because we do represent the hammer squad at the end of the day. Right. Obviously, you know, one of the best one of the best teams in Western PA, and I would argue all of Pennsylvania and even the United States, man, you guys are doing it the right way out there in lower burl so it's awesome to see you doing your thing man now you're three and oh where do you go from here let's hypothetically say you get past in your career man um there's there's a bunch of different things uh that uh, as far as going forward i mean i would love you know a belt fight july 9th um you know i'm also like we talked about jp's going uh beat up Dan Albright. So me and JP gonna have to rock, paper, scissors, shoot for that. But, you know, I might have another fight. I might, I don't, you know, another fight or it might be a pro debut. We, uh, I got to kind of put the cards on the table, see how stuff goes, see what the future's looking like. You know, I want to get into um, some boxing matches as well. Cause that's, I love that stuff. But I mean, another, another fight or two at amateur, maybe if there's some good belt fights, you know what I mean? Um, or a pro debut. There's it's there's nothing concrete, you know. It all just depends on performance, 
and how things are going and with life and just, you know, there's many factors that go into a, a, deci- a big decision like that on when you're uh, – because I'll be at a point in my career where any fight I take will be for a title, you know, or it'll be that next step to turning pro. So, For sure. Big decision, it's, for sure. It's interesting to me to hear you say boxing before grappling. Because to me, you know, you're always the guy who's oh, well, I'm, competed I'm in grappling. grappling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's I'm, not going away. Grappling every other month. Yeah. That's just going to be, you know what I mean? I, I like that's just that's on the that's on the side. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely going to do that as much as I can. Anytime I can get on a, a big event that's grappling, I'm going to do it 100 percent of the time. But, you know, with boxing, it's like, you know, a little bit more, you know, you can get fucked up in that. So, you know, it's one of those things where you got to make sure that you're. <laughs> That you that you're on your p's and q's and I've I've put my, I've been boxing religiously now for quite some time and you know that's like one of my better aspects of my game and it just happens that the Matt Factory complements me perfectly with the ferocious grappler so like yeah you know I'd like to get a couple boxing matches in you know what I mean I like that stuff but as when it comes to MMA I mean some belt fights are pro you know one of the two Both so sound good. Hopefully my uh, connection's a little better here. Um, I, I don't know how you, I'm gonna have to watch back to see how you answered my last question, Julian. But my next question is like, bro, like things got a little heated earlier this week on on Instagram. Uh-huh. So my my question isn't about like that. My question is, do you guys ever hear about that in like like you go into the room and Isaac's there and he sees that and like does does that ever like is he ever like guys chill out like it I mean it depends on what level you take it to uh I was you know I was reserved I could have went you know I could have went further plenty of times you know I mean I just like to have fun with it at the end of the day like I tell my like I tell I'll tell anyone like I played college sports. I played I played high school. I played sports since I was four years old. And coming from where I come from, if you don't shit talk, like, that's, like, it's, uh you know, it's unnormal almost from a sense. So, like, you don't do it. They're like, oh, why is this guy so quiet hooping or playing backyard football or playing sports in general? So, with me, I'm going to do it as much. Like, I find, I find fun in it. I don't take offense by anything said. You know what I mean? I like to ruffle some feathers. And I know they're trying to do the same thing, too. I mean, most of their insults are pretty grade school. Like, they weren't, like, anything that were like witty they're kind of like childish but that's okay i mean they're like 18 years old apiece i mean don't get me wrong they're good they wrestle in college and stuff like that but they're little ass kids at the end of the day so like their insults don't affect me uh nor would a grown-ass man but i'm just saying like that's just at the end of the day it's funny to me i like to have fun with it i'm gonna shit talk all the time because it's fun for me and it motivates me too it gives me fuel you know what i mean so I don't want to go out there. I want to make things entertaining because I can tell that Sheldon was kind of uncomfortable with it. He's very defensive, overreaching on some remarks, you know what I mean? And that's perfectly okay with me because if I get a reaction out of him, I'm in his head. That's cool with me. If he's thinking, he better be thinking about the fight because I'm going to come after his ass. Well, and and, and I I saw it at the beginning as like, yeah, it was, it was fun and people were having fun and I, don't, I didn't think anyone was like, too upset or too but then like things started getting a little heated and i was like like, (laughs) i was like i i didn't know if uh i don't know i i I don't see the behind the scenes at the gym so i don't know if if isaac's like if isaac you know if he 
if he lectures anyone or if he doesn't or if he realizes like hey this is all good for the game like it, it's all fun and you know so i was just curious about that oh yeah i understand that he's i mean as long as it's like you know i'm not trying to do anything too heinous over here but you know i'm just going to run my mouth a little bit i'm all for the smack talk hey man i, I it's good for it's good for it's good for tickets. <laughs> yeah, man. And like you said, it's fun for you. And nobody can ever deny that your fighting style itself is fun to watch, man. What you've done this far in your career, we're, we're definitely excited for the next step of that. And, man, I'm going to let you get off here, get back to training. I'm sure Isaac's got you doing all kinds of stuff over there. I know how you Matt Factory boys just grind 24-7, so I'm sure you got something to do. I'm going to tag Edwin and. I'm going to bring Edwin and Elijah in instead. But, Julian, I appreciate you taking the time to join us, man. We cannot wait for your fight, brother. Thank you. No doubt. I appreciate you guys having me on, and I, pre and I can't wait to see you all next week. I'll be talking to you all in the winner's circle after the fight. Thanks, Julian. Good, man. All right. Clubber Lang, I meant. Clubber Lang. That was Clubber Lang, a.k.a. Julian Flannery, a.k.a. undefeated amateur heavyweight. Faces Sheldon Nyoff at Flood City Fight Night 2. We're going to bring in some of Julian's teammates now here with Edwin Vera and Elijah Davis. They also fight at Flood City Fight Night 2. They got some big-time matchups for different reasons. And then we also got a late addition, Ferdaz Naimi, a.k.a. Bobby Murda, is in the room. So, Ferdaz, if you can hear us right now, we'll get you in in a second, man, right after Edwin and Elijah. We'll turn the tables over to you. But for now... Let's bring this guy in. Are you eating a triple cheeseburger yet, a lot? <laughs> no, Edwin? not yet, man. Yeah. <laughs> you better, you better not be, man. You got to make weight. You're all the way yeah, down. You know that. Yeah. Dropping a little weight for this one. Be a little lighter. Yeah, man. I keep on freaking getting lighter too, man. God, dude, you were like, you were like two oh five in your debut, man. Huh? You were like two oh five in your debut. One seventy. Well, something like that. Yeah. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, you, roll, you huh? You, you rolled on into the cage your first fight. You feel me, man? It now was you're crazy. Your stuff. You feel me? Like, I was, I, was, I was everywhere, and my belly was going everywhere, too, you heard? <laughs> Dude, it's pretty well, What's up, though, bro? Ryan, bro? How you Dude, been? You never, call, you never called me back the other day, bro, man. Bro, I be... Oh, okay, yeah. It's I, a I, busy I, schedule for me, I, man. My... My headphones it. aren't I working work. anymore. I don't know what you're saying. Work, kids, training, sleep. Dude, that sounds like a half a day for me. Uh, that's bull. <laughs> 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 Come train with me and then you see. Then you understand. All right. All right. That's beautiful. Dude, I got to talk about that because your training right now has got to be on point. You're at the Matt Factory. You're with Richie Cantalina at Sanctuary getting that boxing tuned up. This kid we just this came, kid, you're, we just came yeah. from there, too. We just came from there. How, how's Richie got the hands looking right now? Oh, man, you know. You know how it is, bro. You feel me? Did he teach you how to do a backflip yet? Not yet. We're going to be doing that. But right now, it's like, it's fight camp, so we ain't doing that. But best believe, I will be doing backflips in motherfucking, um, uh, in one of your rings. Don't worry, in the f near future. I can't some, wait. Uh, some techniques on uh, starting your backflip, which was kind of interesting. 
Oh yeah, the gymnastic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about that today. He was like, he Elijah, showed us the motion to do it. Oh, sorry. I Go ahead. Go ahead, right? No, Elijah, I saw you getting interviewed by Luke the other day or yesterday. Yeah, last night we had a little thing and uh, kind of touched base and got a little acquainted with him. I, I I just wanted you to be able to get a word in edgewise with Edwin. Excuse me? I'm sorry. That, what? what you said? <laughs> yeah. Get this guy out of here, brother. <laughs> well, dude, Edwin, where did you pull that drink out of? Because you just like went to the side and came back with a full yeah, drink. You didn't, you didn't pour anything. I got it from the microwave. This is coffee. Nothing else. Uh, okay. Just I don't drink nothing but coffee and water, you know? Nice. That's a good mix. That's a good mix yeah, for sure. Man. I like it. I mean, hey, not really, but. Do you, do you know Russ Green, Edwin? Russ Green That's just tagged boy, in with a little, little, with a little Jew Heard action for you. Jew Heard! You feel me? Dude, Edwin, you're like. What's up? That's my boy, Russ Green, man. What's good, yeah. baby? How you doing, man? <laughs> Dude, you're one of the by far like one of the most fun guys that we got in local MMA, no doubt about it. Like this kid that you're fighting, yeah, this kid that you're fighting is an absolute animal, though. Like, how you feeling? How you feeling dialed in for this fight? What do you think about this matchup? I feel excited, man. It's like the harder it gets, the better it is for me. You feel me? At the end of the day, I just feel excited. I just love what I do. Just keep on doing it, and hopefully, get paid lots of. Freaking money when I, you know, feel me in the future to, for doing this, you know? But like at the end, and, you know, I'm just, I'm happy to be healthy, be, be up, be fighting, you know? Like it's, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Feel me? Edwin, you're like the guy that, like, I don't know, man. You're, 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 you're so exciting to watch in the cage and like you are constantly going at it and like you're, you're going to go toe to toe with anyone. And, I always like worry about you. Like, why? I, be, uh, not worry about, like, because, like, you're the type of guy that, like, you're always saying, like, I know I just lost this last fight, but give me someone tougher than him. It's always like, like, you're always looking for, like, a really tough fight. And, and so, like, what, what is it about you that drives you so hard to, like, like, not a lot? I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, there's not a lot of guys that like want tough fights. Like, you're you're different. Like, what is it about you that like you're not just looking for a win or a fight you feel like you can easily win, but you're looking for like a challenge. You're looking for a war. You're like you're just different. I'm just very competitive when it comes to anything. I've been like that since I was a kid. Since I was playing that Super Nintendo Mario. You feel me? Like, I've just been competitive. I've always been that competitive dude. And I'm the type, the only way you're going to get to be the best person is you got to beat the beat the best people. And that's what I want to do. I'm not scared to fight nobody. It could be as long as I'm on weight and my coach says I'm all right, it could be anybody, whoever, it doesn't matter. I'm going to fight and I'm going there and I'm going to bring, you feel me? I'm bringing the smoke and I'm bringing everything, you heard? I'm bringing everything and everybody's going to love it. That's what I do. I put on shows. I like to fight. You feel me? And like to have a good time while I'm doing it. You are. Edwin's definitely a really resilient dude. He uh he shows that a lot at practice. If he ever gets in a tough situation, you know he's looking to grind his way through it. 
you know, you know, he's asking questions so he can get better constantly. You know, I'm definitely proud of how he's developed, especially for this fight. You know, he's taking a lot of things seriously. Yeah, you know, I'm trying, especially with this acro acrobatic mug, man. You know, y'all be seeing what I'm talking about when we fight. <laughs> I'm telling you, acrobatic as hell, man. Yeah, like that fun out there, you know. Can you already do the backflip, Elijah? Like Richie Canelina's backflip? Can you can you backflip uh, on us? I'm not going to let uh, go too many secrets, but I can do some things. Uh, <laughs> if I get caught in a situation, you might see something close to that. That's a yes, ladies and gentlemen. Is, That's a yes. The real question is, what can you accomplish in a kitchen? Ooh, Ooh what can I accomplish in a kitchen? <laughs> Who you been talking like, to? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm not talking about cooking. I'm saying, like, can you do a backflip where you're at right now? That's what I'm like. Oh, you're oh, in no. the kitchen. I'm not trying to break my neck before the fight. <laughs> that was the right answer. That was a test to see how seriously mm -hmm. you're taking this fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. Don't be giving that... him no ideas, Ryan, before the fight, man. God. Dude, Ryan, it was funny you said that because one of the first things I ever DM'd Elijah about, this was before he was fighting for us, but this dude posted some wings that he made and they were, they looked on point. And I was like, dude, those wings look phenomenal. Oh, Elijah's got <laughs> he's, he's Elijah's got some kitchen skills. So it was funny when you said, like, what can you do in the kitchen? Yeah, I was making the mango habanero wings, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I actually, he, he was supposed to bring me some, never did. Uh, you, I was pissed. Everyone's constantly dissing you out of food. Out of food, you feel me? It's all yeah. good, though. Yeah, it'll come back. I'm not trying to think of that right now because, you feel me, I'm on this diet with my homegirl. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. Lumgare, Lumgare, Tracy Lumgare. I think she's my um my nutritionist right now, you know, trying different stuff now, you know, like seeing what what I could do, you know, to make myself better fighting wise, you know. So I tried the nutritionist this time. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I love to eat. That's what before I met before I met Mac Factory, I had a stomach. I looked like I was pregnant. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was happy though. I was happy. I just wanted to fight because I would. I know I would be happier fighting, you know. But I was. I. I, I love to be a happy fat. I love to be a fat guy. You know what I mean, man. But you know, oh, I feel you. I can't be like. I can't be big because there's too many big people out there, man. And I ain't trying to go back to 170 and fighting big people again. So I stay down here, you know. Oh, and I've been taking cold showers too. Yeah. Okay. I heard that's like Let's a big beneficial. Talk thing. about that. Yeah, man. It's a, did Richie just, Richie's been doing the ice bath enough. I seen Richie do it. It was my girl that sent me something in my um. She sent me a text message on my phone, and it was showing me a lot of stuff that um cold water, cold showers do for you every day. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just try it every huh. It's funny every night though, cause every you can, <laughs> I be making these. <laughs> as soon as I know it's going, preparing myself going into that water is just one thing. But as soon as I jump in the water, man, it's. Woo. Well, yeah, have you done the out, Have you done the ice baths? <laughs> huh? Have you done the ice baths? I haven't did them yet. I haven't been getting. The, that's why I've been doing the cold showers. I don't do no type of showers. Only cold. That's it. No hot water. No little hot water. No, it's all cold. I haven't been getting to the cold baths yet. The cold baths yet, because I don't have time like that. Usually, as soon as I get off of work, 
I'm kids training home. And as soon as I get home, it's like 11, 1130. And I got to get up at work. I got to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start my day all over again. We've been uh, taking a little bit of time to hit the athletic recovery lounge in Swissville. And uh, he they, has. They got some cold baths there and some compression therapy and a couple other cool things that are, you know, little recovery tools that we're able to use to get a little bit further. Yeah, man, that's smart. You got to take care of the body, especially the way you guys work there at the Mat Factor. I'm sure that's super important, man. I got I to gotta give a shout out, Dylan Weston. In the chat with a little Jew Heard action there. This you hard, Dylan Weston, Jew Heard. That's another boy. That's one of my, that's my boy too, man. Another dude I be training with, man. Dylan, freaking monster, man. Back from the dead, Dylan Yes, Weston. man. Had a really good run and now he's uh, re-sparking he's his career. And Feel me? Y'all are going to be excited if you get the honor to see him in the cage. Oh, they will. Yeah. They will. Yeah. That's yeah, my boy wait. though, man. You heard? Hey, one, one more for you guys. You Matt Factory boys show up, I got to say, in the live stream. You're all over the place. How about some Drew Walker action? Ooh, yeah. And now that's another one, too. Watch out for that boy. I'm just letting y'all know. Remember that name. I'll leave it at that. Leave it at so, that. I'll leave it at that. How many, how many up-and-coming guys have Don't. we not seen yet? Hey, man, bro. <laughs> We got a we, vault, you know what I mean? You feel me? Secret weapon type shit, you know? Secret it's vault. true. <laughs> hey. When it's time, they, they just come got, out and they show what they got to show. You feel me? They got they got cages in the back of the map. We, keeping like, we keep on giving you unleashing. like little crumbs, you heard? Just little crumbs so y'all can get a little nice little a nice little taste <laughs> and one more, you heard? Oh, when, man. That's like, true. You guys are like blowing that place up. Like the, the, you guys have a practice going on like full – Full practice, and you guys have like a square foot to to roll in. Factory has always been a place of hard work. You know, there's been so much talent. You know, from you know world class athletes all the way down to guys that are just you know competing for the county. And uh, it's an amazing thing to see the the way the guys treat each other, and we all nurture each other's skills, and you know help each other climb those levels that we need to climb. And uh. You know, you'll see guys like Nick Brown, you know, uh, Roman Bravo Young, and, um, you know, Josh Flem even coming into the Matt Factory. And it's it's really cool to be able to work alongside of some of those guys and, you know, ask a few questions, get some techniques from them. Yeah, man. I mean, I it's the special. Matt Factory for their connections, bro. You heard. Yeah, dude. It, it's special. I mean, I has got going on there. It's a special brand by a special dude in Isaac Greeley. And you guys just never stop producing the talent. So that's what's exciting to us as promoters. You know, we get a guy like you, Edwin, who we know who's been with 247 from the jump. And then we've got a guy like Elijah making his MMA debut, who we've heard nothing but good things about as well. And he's got a tough test as oh, well. Man. I know that's going to be a good fight. Like, that's what it's all about. I'm excited. What's, uh, what's Julian's little brother all about? Because he says, wait till my little bro starts fighting. He's another one. That's a, listen. He's another one. Okay, that's another dude that's good. I've been told that man to fight like two, or three years ago. You feel he's me? Young too. What is Julian? Twenty one? No, I mean Julian. Roman's twenty one. Yeah, Roman's like twenty one, twenty two. I've been told Roman to fight. Like I, he has the body for it and stuff. And he, you know, I go with him. He's ready. He is ready. He's he's real long and lanky, right? I met him at the last mm -hmm. fight, he's and he's tall. got a mouth on him. Y'all gonna like Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we love Talk that. Talk more crap than me. I mean, y'all seen the comments, right? Yeah, yeah. He was fired up. Comments, bro. 
Oh, he's in here. I told him that same day. I said, now you got to start doing MMA. You can't be commenting like that. And you ain't, you ain't yeah. like fighting. We got to get you some fights now. You got to walk in. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> That's perfect. He's in here. He said, I'm getting there with a little you smile laughing me? a bit. <laughs> he's in the vault, bro. He's yeah. alongside us in the vault getting ready to, you know, come out. Yeah, here. man. Matt Factory is just going to be pulling pulling stuff out the packets, bro. And you ain't going to even know. You're going to be like, oh, snap. Yeah, I hung out with Roman a couple of years ago when uh, at, at one of the stout grappling tournaments at the uh, East Hotel, and I uh, got to hang out with him for a little while there and got to know him a little bit. So it was good. When he, yeah, I mean, he must have been eighteen at the time. He, he, I mean, he was a big kid then. But I see, I see, you know, video of him grappling and stuff, and uh, he's uh, yes, yeah, we'd love to have him in the in the cage. Go hey, have a couple not, people. We got we get, we just getting started, you heard? Whenever whenever Isaac says they're ready, you know, the invitations all our door's always open for sure to any yep. Matt Factor guy. That's the man right there, man. Anything anything he says, I put everything in, with that man. I trust Edwin's him with my frozen. life. Oh, he's good for me. Edwin's good for oh, me. Really? Yeah, that's nice. your internet, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. What you got? Hey. <laughs> He's just that fast. He moved and got back, and you didn't even realize he moved. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So we got we got Ferdas in the waiting room, so I want to get him in here. So I'm going to let you guys kind of wrap it up. that's another Shouts out to yeah. my boy, Nayami. That's my boy. One of the hardest mother freaking trainers in the gym. I'm he so proud so hard, of you for holding that. He, he be training so hard, yeah. he be making me feel bad. You heard? Dude. He's been training so hard, he trained you to hold back on the F word. Uh, look at I'm that. proud of you. Yeah, that man, was impressive. Like, that yeah, was man, impressive. Like, Bobby, yeah, because, you know, that, that I forgot what interview it was. I was cursing a lot. You know, Bobby came up to me the next day. <laughs> He's like, yo, what's wrong with you, buddy? I'm like, what you mean? He's like, why you cur why are you doing stuff like that on live? on live? I'm like, what you mean? I'm just being me. He's like, no, you don't do that. There's kids that are growing up that are going to want to be like you, and you're going to show them like that. I'm like, you know what, Bobby, bro? You're mother effing right. You feel me, bro? You feel me? I'm not saying the word, though, right? That's good, right? Yeah, that's Can good. I, I mean, that's kind of, kind, of the same, kind of the same. You feel me? I'm gonna say fudge from now on. So you know, I'm I'm learning. I'm getting better. That's all you that did, matters, right? You're, you did hey, great, you're man. A work in progress. You're, you you're are. A <laughs> burger. We're proud. Of, we're proud of you yeah, guys. Let's get I mean, that burger. Yeah, let's get that burger on the 14th. You heard? Get a dub See after the at fight what, at Woodside Bar and Grill. I got you. Woodside Bar and Grill. Woodside Bar and Grill. The after Post. party next Saturday night after the fights, Woodside Bar and Grill. You got to be Talk there. Talk about this after party, Woodside Bar and Grill. What's that all about? It's yeah. Just, it's the after party for the fight, man. It's uh, our, I've it's never our been official. to one of their after parties. You're about to. Got it's go. our official yeah, after party in Johnstown. Yeah, let's let's get it. Burgers right, on us. Up. Don't miss it. You know, Johnstown foot. <laughs> I mean, everybody do not miss this. You already know when I come. I come to take somebody's head off, and I make sure y'all have fun while y'all um y'all enjoy while I'm doing it. You heard? And of course, my boy Eli heard. too. You heard? I, we heard. Yeah, I'm not gonna just be telling y'all pe about people that I don't know that you know ain't gonna be getting that's gonna be getting beat up. 
You feel me? <laughs> hey, what what what's gonna happen with Flannery and uh and Sheldon now? Well, look, you, know, you already know, man. Like I understand no, I, Flannery was trying to be um all professional, but I give it to I give it to everybody raw. And you know what? Um, Julian, I don't think no, yeah, nah, it's not gonna happen, bro. I don't. I'll be surprised if it gets to the second round. Same thing goes with JP. Yeah, this is ground and pound rounds now, baby. It's time to go. You feel me? We taking souls. Same song. Taking souls, bro. Taking souls. Hey, Edwin. Edwin. Yo. I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked Julian. There's some guy. Some group of guys, they're in Johnstown right now, and they're like, I don't know if I want to go to this show. Like, I don't know. Like, why should they show up? All right, put it like this. You know how everybody, you know, you got a group of friends, and you'd be like, yeah, let's go to this party, blah, blah, blah. There'd be that one friend, yo, I can't go. He's like, nah, bro, you're going to miss out. The next day, he'll be like, yo, so what's up? What happened at the party? Bro, you just missed it, bro. It was crazy. Let me tell you something. This shit's going this is going to be crazy. This fight's going to be crazy. Let me tell you, man. I'll even try to spice it up a little bit. Give y'all a little backflip, you heard? Before the fight, you heard? I'll try. I won't do it. I won't say I will like succeed, but I'll try to do a backflip for everybody. Come on, bro. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have Richie Corner in you, bro. Yeah, oh, Rich, of course. That's not even a problem. I'll have him do it. There you go. Yeah, dude. Edwin just promised a backflip. I mean, what else do you need? That's all you need. That's all you need in life. Exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. I appreciate you both joining, man. We cannot wait for this fight card. You guys brought it, as always, as expected. We'll catch you guys very soon. We're going to tag Ferdaz in now. All right, peace out, guys. I think I think their internet kind of crashed right at the end anyway. That, that was kind of perfect timing. I think Ferdaz is here. He's got a black screen, but it says he's here, so I'm going to tag him in. I don't know if he can hear us. No. Yep. Yep. I think he's here. Bobby Murder. Bobby. Do we got Bobby? some Bobby Murder action in the side? No. No, he's gone. All right. I thought we had him. Maybe he'll come back. We'll give him a second here. So, uh, in the meantime, dude, let's just talk about Edwin Vera being, like we said, one of the most charismatic human beings on earth. Dude, Edwin Vera is a unique – like. You can't have a conversation with Edwin, Edwin and, like, talk about it afterwards like we're talking now and not be smiling. Right, right. You just smile It's factory. impossible. Just like this guy. This guy's a smile factory too, man. Bobby so, uh, Murda. Bobby you guys hear me? Murda. Yeah, we can hear you fine, dude. That's What's sweet. up, man? Just hanging out here with my boy Dylan. Hey. Oh, Dylan's oh, there? Oh, nice. Oh, nice. We're Tell just Dylan. out watching some fights. Hell yeah, dude. Tell Dylan thanks for the comment on the live stream. We love a little Jew Herd action. <laughs> there Does he have goes. a dog? Is there a dog yeah, in his lap? This is his dog, Scotchy, you know? That's my oh, buddy that's, right here. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful dog. Makes oh, me want to get one too, but, you know. Hey, man, that's a big responsibility for a man like you who's on a mission. You know, you, the, that's how I felt about you with your career, dude. It's very, very obvious.
serious that you have your sights set high. You're training extremely seriously. You know, when we first heard about you, boxer, this Muay Thai specialist, which obviously, you know, you're striking from you in the grappling department. You're not shying away from that challenge at all. What's that been like? You, you joined probably the best grappling gym in Pittsburgh as a striker. You got thrown to the wolves right away, man. What has that transition been like for you? Uh, it's, it's been great. You know, it's something that I, I wanted to. So when I got into MMA, uh, I knew that I didn't want to be just like a striker, you know, to be afraid to be taken down. I want to be a martial artist, you know. If the guys want to stand in on the, gr- uh, on the floor, that's perfect. If the guys want to take it down to the uh, to the ground, like I mean, I should I should never be afraid to go swim with another shark into deep waters. You know, I want to be ready for it, especially in the big leagues. And uh, coming to Math Factor has probably been one of the best things that happened to me. And uh, I was like before when I was training, I was working full time as a plumber, and then and I was I was training, I was doing good, but then. I always thought like that I need to let it go and do this full time. Now that I'm doing it full time, I'm just loving it. I'm loving the process. Uh, I'm loving that I'm here learning from Isaac, especially from Dylan, Dempsey, and then all the guys in the gym. And I'm evolving, you know, and I'm excited to go there this fight and uh, to really show what I've been working on and to show that I'm not just like this elite level striker that they're talking about, you know. Yeah, dude, it's funny because a lot of people don't love grappling and don't love the the grind and the kind of grind, especially that the Matt Factory brings. So what do you think it is about you that was just able to embrace that, deal with it, grow with it? And now it's a much more complete mixed martial artist. But so many guys would have gone, you know, a week or two with Isaac and that Matt Factory crew and been like, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else. This isn't for me. Uh, what made me fall in love with it is, is, is especially coming to PA, the culture and the community, the wrestling that they have here. It's like the little Dagestan because I live a little, a little bit in Russia, but I didn't live all the way down there. But it's like it just makes you want to, you know, get better. And as I'm doing this, as I'm learning, evolving, I'm just realizing that, you know, if another human could do this, you know, just put in, they put in, in their time. I could put it in banking in my years and then earn my stripes and then make my way down. Then I'm loving it. You know, I'm actually like loving I'm the wrestling part of it. I actually did a couple of grappling tournaments too. I didn't do that bad, made it to finals and then got second place at Naga. So it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the process. You know, I'm, I'm I know the destination is going to come and, you know, I'm going to make it to the big leagues, but, I'm just loving the process and, 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 and the journey to the destination, you know. And then just being around Isaac, being around guys like Dylan and being around guys like high-level uh, um, wrestlers in our gym. And sometimes I go down to American Top Team, being around Bo, hanging out with RBY and all the other guys. It's like the more you see them, the more you see the high level, the more you see how hard it is, and then the more you be, the more you're around the game. It just, just the love of the game. It just sucks you in it. It's, 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 it's really nice. I'm just like, um, I'm really happy to be down in PA because like PA is one of the, one of the top states in wrestling. So it's like, this is like a, 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 a God's plan. I call it, you know. For me, I originally came here to have like, one or two fights with two four seven and go back to Canada. That was my original plan. But then when I came here, I had my training camps. I fell in love with my process. I fell in love with my, the process of me getting better so much that, that I just like 
I just said, you know what? I made my uh, I made a call to my parents. I said I'm gonna stay, and I just came in with like a small suitcase, no plans, nothing, and uh, here I am, just chasing this dream. Well, it's music to our ears, bro, because we love having you in that cage. You know, we see you as a to to great things in your career, especially with your drive and your natural talent. Yes, Julian, the same thing about about moving on to advanced amateur very important to you to lose those shin guards. How exciting is that for you to be able to throw kicks without the shin pad? I'm just excited uh, fighting advanced amateur because it's, 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 I need experience, you know, like I'm, I'm not, not to just big up myself or anything. You know, there are a lot of guys turn pro right away. I could turn pro, but you got to respect the game. You know, that's my biggest thing. So, uh, Fighting uh, advanced rules will give me more experience closer to the pro level of what I'm going to see. So fighting Bershin is just another thing. I've fought like before in kickboxing Bershin. I mean, it's great, right? But, uh, fight, if, but for this fight, I'm very excited because then it's just like, it just gives me a, the same type of experience as it, as it would to a pro level of fighting with some ground and pound. And it just, things are more serious now. So there's like less effort, uh, less, um, Less chance of me like this is less chance of you making a mistake, and you can if you make a small mistake, you'll pay big for it, right? Like for example, a takedown on uh, non-advanced rules, you get down like there's no ground and pound, and there's not a lot of rules. So, but advanced, it, it's kind of another next level to pro to really test you out, to test you out if you really are ready for the pro level, if you're ready for the the higher level of rule set. But Bershin, Bershin, uh, I'm I'm excited. You know, you guys are gonna be hearing a lot of those. Uh, a lot of noises and a lot of kicks so well we're obviously excited about that man your bobby, opponent bobby. good no go ahead, right. i said bobby you mentioned that like you said i could go pro now but um, i gotta respect the game and, and that kind of thing um where like what goes into that decision making process how much discussion goes behind that like should I go pro? Should I continue fighting amateur? Like, so I like to uh, always uh, uh, listen to my mentors. You know, listen to my coaches because in this game, as a fighters, we always we are just always trained to fight. You know, that's what we do. We just train to fight. We show up. We make weight. We fight, and we have mentors or coaches that help us along the journey to make decisions because they've been part of the game. So having a guy like Isaac that produced multiple world uh, class uh, MMA fighters, you know, and having my uh, coach, uh, Evan Boris, AKA striking concept him, he was training down in a uh, black zillions, hard knocks. He's been around like high level fighters like Gilbert Burns, Michael Chandler. So he's been uh, seeing a lot of different things. And also another guy that I was uh, training, still training with is Phil Amaris down here. And, you know, having him, high class level, high, 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 high level striker, just talking to them and seeing what they, what, what, like what they have in planning for him. So me and Isaac have talked and we had made this like development, uh, program for myself that I'm going to like have to check mark all the boxes. Like, and then once, once I'm ready, he will unleash me and then I'll go down there. Plus, plus, uh, I also signed recently with the first round management. So that's another, like a bonus down there so once after this fight once i get done with this fight we're gonna sit down and talk and uh, we'll see what my management and also my team wants me to do and i put all my trust into my team you know and that's why i have them in my corner 
Well, it's clearly working out for you, man, thus far in your career. You're like, like we said, it seems like you're doing everything right. You're taking the right steps. Like you said, respecting the process. I think that's very important. A lot of fighters want to run before they can walk, but you're kind of, you're understanding that it's a building process step by step. You need to kind of get these different looks in the cage and, and you're a opponent anthony he's he's top he's really tough from top position, which most people on paper would see is your weakness what about him in the right stage in your career well uh i think he's a tough he's a tough fighter you know and uh he's gonna come out there and and do what he always does in the fights try to tries to take me down and you know and i'm ready i'm a game I'm a game fighter, you know. As I said, if you want to keep it standing, we'll keep it standing. You know, you want to take it down, perfect. We'll we'll take it down, and I'll show you. I'm not afraid, you know. And I believe into my uh, training and my process. So I'm very excited to showcase this fight that I'm not just a purely striker that just like strikes with you, you know. And, and I really want to improve my other aspects of my MMA career and my like fight style to make to show people that I I'm, I am ready for the next level and I'm not just like this striker. I'm, now that I'm doing MMA, I'm a complete martial artist. I just don't want to be labeled as no more as a striker, you know? I want to be called as a martial artist that could deal with anything. So I'm excited. He's a, he's a tough guy and uh, I know he's going to be just keep coming, walking forward and it's going to be an exciting fight. And, um, you know, I'm just ready for another challenge. And I'm, and I'm excited to finally show... Uh, the people out there that are going to be coming watching all their uh, other uh, competitors that sneak watching, going to be watching me and would want a little test, you know, a little fight with me or whatever to show them to what, what else to watch out for. That's excellent. I mean, I think, I do think it really is a really good step for you in your career and I'm excited to see it. We got a comment from Michael Tendick says, let's go coach Bobby. So, a little love from Oscar yeah. for you there. Yeah, Oscar is one of our students at Math Factory. I teach uh, uh, striking down at Math Factory uh, twice a week, and uh, he's one of our uh, kids that comes to the kids program. A very hardworking kid, and uh, yeah, shout out to Oscar. Nice, and I I know Bobby, you've been working with Richie Cantalina a little bit too. He was telling me that you'd stop down at the sanctuary a little bit. What what has Richie done for your hands as well? I mean, like like we've said, you know, repeatedly the podcast stand up is kind of your baby you still getting different looks on the feet as well with somebody with a pure kind of boxing background like richie what's he done for you i just uh what i try to look around is uh to just keep keep evolving keep uh working on my uh, uh standing and tools like that so richie's dream is not too far from the math factory and uh, i just usually go down there and he's a professional fighter you know he has the experience he recently got signed to to BKFC I believe and uh, uh, I just he's a great uh, uh, coach and I go down there get some training down with him and uh, you know get 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 a little like insight you know and uh, he's he's been a great tool you know to be adding to my training and uh, and then just especially being around my factory and his dream being down in Lower Burl it's like awesome you know just like it's a little community that we always stick together. This is kind of something I'm going to save for another podcast with you at some point, Bobby. But if you can just kind of put it in brief terms, because I want to get into this deeper with you when we have a little more time and you don't have a fight coming up. But your journey just to get to the U.S. and to get 
where you are right now has been absolutely insane, man. That it's going to bring a whole nother level of respect to your game. But just how has your life experience kind of led you to this point? Because you've, you've been through a lot of stuff that I think a lot of human beings haven't. Like, do you, when you're in the cage and times get tough, like in your last your fight against Vinny Costantino, you know, you got rocked a little bit in that fight. Yeah. Could you, was a could you feel fight, man. it was, man? It was an excellent fight. But like when, when the times got tough like that, could you feel that there was kind of that toughness, that built in mental strength inside of you just from your mm -hmm. life experiences? Yeah. One thing I love is says pressure makes diamonds, you know, and I've been and, and life, life, and left, life always tested me and always pressed me, you know, and then I always came out, came out on top, you know, came out as a diamond. So, uh, uh, a little bit about my life. Uh, I'm from Afghanistan. I grew up when I was uh, in 1996. I was three years old, and then uh, uh, we uh, the war happened in 1999. So when I was three years old, the Taliban took over like they did recently, a couple of months ago. And then uh, my dad, uh, my dad's family, his my grandfather from my dad's side had five wives, and then his he was the first son. So and then they were in a big family, and then my dad decided to flee Afghanistan. So he paid someone in the black market, uh, to some guy, bunch of money. Back in the days, it was a lot, like a couple of thousands of dollars, to migrate us to uh, Russia, where my mom's parents uh, migrated there already. So and then the way we had to go through um, Afghanistan quickly, we were far west on, on Afghanistan, close to the border of Iran, another country. So we couldn't cross Afghanistan. So we had to migrate illegally to Iran, stay there for two days. And then on the uh, from there, get on the train, train illegally, go to like uh, I believe it was Uzbekistan, stay there for two days, and from Uzbekistan go to Pakistan, stay in Pakistan illegally. And then my dad got arrested in Pakistan, so we had to wait for him to get bailed out. And then the next day, when he got bailed out, I think we went to uh, Tajikistan, and then Uzbekistan was our final destination. And then on uh, on final destination from Uzbekistan, going to uh, Russia, we had to hide underneath the bed uh, bunks to uh, for like a couple of hours. So people were sitting on us because cops would come in every uh, two, three hours on each stop to check if illegal immigrants would pass. So we would like hide underneath the train. And then we finally made it to Russia. So we were on the road for 16 days, passing illegally through the trains, cars. And then when I grew up in Russia, um, I started uh, training mainly. Uh, just for self-defense because it was a lot of racism, you know. And one time I remember I got in a fight with a kid uh, and then it was just self-defense. The next day my teacher set me up, told me to step outside of the room for no reason. Once I stepped outside, his father was there with a pit bull dog. And then he looked at me and then he said, listen, you black mother, whatever. He's like, next time you touch my son, uh, this dog's going to leave you boneless. So I was like, damn. So, but anyways, I did martial arts there. And then uh, I competed more Thai a little bit. And then from there, I went to... Uh, and then we're being denied to be citizens in, in Russia. So from Russia, we got denied. And we got uh, sponsored through immigration to go to Canada. And then uh, we, we went to Toronto. And then I grew up in Toronto. I, went, uh, I started in grade 8 right away with no English. So that was the hardest thing. And then I graduated high school. Uh, I was confused on what, what I was doing, but I was fighting full-time too. And then um, I got into trades. I got into the plumbing, and then I was fighting and training full-time. And <coughs> then uh, 2019, I think, or 2020, uh, was my first taste of going into uh, MMA. I watched uh, 
uh, Donald Cerrone against uh, Al Quinte in UFC Ottawa. And one of my uh, buddies, uh, uh, Jason McKay, he was the first millionaire friend that I have. Uh, he took me out on a uh, 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 UFC fight, flew me in, like first class private jet, everything we landed, sat in the front seat, and now I was watching, and that's when I just lock and load, fell in love. And then from there, I joined a, a gym down there, one of the top gym, gyms that you're going to be hearing them. It's called Niagara Top Team. And then I started training, and then we moved on, and then COVID happened. Things were being delayed in Canada, which Canada sucks. And then, uh, and then I came down here, and then started continuing my uh, MMA career. So it's been a it's been a quite a, a long journey, and uh, I'm just loving the journey. You know, the destination will come, and I'll sure. get the, the journey. No, dude, that could be a Netflix documentary. You know what I mean, dude? That's absolutely. I mean, it's such gonna be good. You know, story. every day, every day when I uh, manifest and like. You know, have 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 times going through rough times. I always manifest about good things. You know, because it's easy when you have a good day, you could always think about good things. But when you're going through some rough times, it's hard to think positive. So every time when I'm going through rough times, I just picture myself making it to the UFC and being on Joe Rogan, and then having like a two-hour podcast and then just sitting down and just you know talking with Joe, kicking it down there. So definitely. Bro, why why do you need Joe Rogan when you got us? You're already on the podcast. Well, like, what I else mean, do you do? <laughs> definitely with you too, Hunter. You know? Let's get it down. <laughs> no, man, I'm obviously just messing with you. The story, like I said, we're, we're, keep it quick for the viewers. I definitely want to get into that more in depth with you at some point. But you've got yeah. business. You've got business to attend to on Saturday, May 14th, man. What would you tell somebody who's in Johnstown, kind of on the fence about coming to the show? They want to come watch this. Ferdas Naimi, they this Bobby Murda guy they've heard so much about. Why should they go ahead and buy that ticket? Johnstown is a, is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is like a low key legendary town. You know, a lot of high level wrestlers come there, and uh, I think the last time you guys had a, a, a event down there, it was like big event. You know, and then there was a lot of stars like Corey Anderson and all the other guys coming down watching. So, and uh, I mean, Johnstown always brings it on, so it's going to be a big crowd, I believe. And for any regular uh, fan that's watching down there, uh, come down. You know you're gonna see some high level, high level MMA. You know, and then I mean, it's gonna be murder season, so you're gonna see some some good. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited. This part, this card's gonna be great, and uh, there's gonna be a lot of good matchups, good fights, and uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, we love it, man. But tell tell Dylan we said what's up, and and give the pet a. Give, give the little pup a pet for us as well for sure. beautiful dog and dude bring some extra bring some extra shirts to johnstown because i want to snag one from you that for sure i got you sick. One. definitely i got you one. all right thanks brother well i appreciate you jumping no on man go we'll see you very soon for weigh-ins and it's fight night man let's get it thank you man see you guys ciao all right brother yep take care man all right that was Ferdas naimi aka Bobby Murray, we appreciate you guys watching the stream. There were obviously a lot of Matt Factory guys popping in. We appreciate that. They're they're killers, man. Like we said throughout the stream repeatedly, Matt Factory brings it. Coach Isaac Greeley brings it. These guys are the best. We're honored to have them inside our cage. The next step is Flood City Fight Night 2 in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, Saturday, May 14th. The show's going to start at 7 p.m., and we're going to see all you guys there. It's at First Summit Arena, Cambria War County, Cambria County War Memorial. I always mess that up. But it's the hockey arena there. If you're in Johnstown, you know exactly where we mean. We're going to be blowing that place up. 
a great night of fights. Everybody that you just heard from on this podcast is competing on the card, so that's exciting. And plenty more of that. We, we will even have a couple more fight announcements for you guys as well. So keep an eye out. Stay tuned, and we'll see you all next Saturday in Johnstown. Let's get after it. Thanks, guys.